Welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. It's me, Doug. If you'd like to check out our podcast episodes live, head on over to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash lowercase c slash mindgappodcast for the live stream there. We'd love to interact with you during the show. While you're there, it would mean the world to us if you would hit the like and subscribe button. This little act helps us grow and we'd appreciate your contribution. If you're still in the giving mood, head over to wherever you're listening to this podcast and give it a rating and a review. If you like a particular episode, video, or bit, share it around with your friends. Who knows? You may help another mind gapper find their way into our loving embrace. You can also support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash mindgappodcast. Your subscription will give you access to early content, exclusive videos, special Discord privileges, and more. All right, that's enough for me. On with the show. Mind Gap Podcast. Everybody, welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. I'm Doug. I'm Justin. We're back again, friends, and better than ever. We're stronger. We're faster. We're full of gas because, as you know, as you eat things, your body breaks down all those molecules, and that those little bacteria they let out little farts, and then those little farts come out your butt. That's true. Yeah, that happens. So we have a a lot of cause to use the soundboard tonight, guys. I'm Absolutely. Just we haven't used the soundboard a lot the last couple of weeks. So Yeah, I've been trying to pull back on it. Well, here's the thing. You just can't do it just because. No, got to have a reason. It's like swearing. You know, a good swear, well-timed, yep. is beautiful. It's a beautiful yes. thing. So, you know, you, you can't overdo it. Otherwise, it loses its meaning. So, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll work it in. Bingo, bongo. That's all I got to say. Bingo and your bongos. Um, it's great to be here. I'm super excited. It's Tuesday. We're having, we're feeling good. We're having a good time. Lots to talk After about. Long weekend, oh, buddy! Long fucking weekend, and uh, we're gonna get into it. But first of all, let's talk a little housekeeping. We'll make it real fast. You all know the drill. You all know what's going on. Um, thank you to all of our patrons on our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/MindGapPodcast. You all are the bee's knees. You are the nipples on our breasts. You are. The fiber in our being, and we thank you. Tom McIntyre, we thank you. Richie Armour, Zinni, Sully Bartfast, Aldamani Crypt, thank you for your patronage. If you would like to submit hard-earned cash to our cause, head over to <laughs> patreon.com slash mindgappodcast and pledge yourself to us. Pledge yourself to us and help us keep the lights on. If you'd also like to spend your hard-earned cash and get something in return, Head over to redbubble.com, type in Mind Gap Podcast, all one word, and pick yourself something nice from our merch. All wonderful things that are comfortable, cozy, and the highest quality, unlike that Teespring garbage. I pulled one of those shirts out of my uh, my closet the other day. I'm like, oh, look how much of this shit has faded off after like three washes. Did you, you pulled it out of your closet, and how did it just immediately crumble into dust? Yeah, whatever. It was like you can't handle this Agabi shirt and you can barely yeah. even see what anything was on it. I was like, yeah. this fucking shirt from this fucking company. I love how Doug shit. is still waging a war on Teespring. Fucking assholes. You can call yourselves whatever you want. You can call yourself Spring or whatever the hell you're calling yourselves. You all suck. You're terrible. You're garbage. You're nobody garbage. likes you. Nobody likes you. But, I mean, Redbubble's great. So, check them out. They're wonderful. 
Also, um, you know, if you want to support us and you're like, hey, man, I don't, I don't, I don't have the money right now. Times are tough. Gas, man. Gas is like five fifty a gallon. It's crazy. It's getting crazy out there. It's crazy. Um, eggs. Eggs are like $7 an egg. Eggs. $7 an egg, right? Farewell to omelets. Am I right? That's it. Yeah. They're all gone. Chickens um, are 1% now. Head over to YouTube.com slash MindGapPodcast and just like, like our, like our video, like our live stream, and then do us a solid and subscribe. It means the world to us. We picked up a couple of subscribers recently. We are on the road to 200 subscribers. We are currently sitting at, as of this moment, at 180. We are a mere 20 subscribers away from that 200-mile marker, which is great for us. We're super excited. Yes, sir. Um, Because once we get to 1,000... That's one of the things we need to become monetized, and you are helping us get there. So thank you for all of your support. While we're talking about support, if you could do us a huge, huge favor, um, got a little homework assignment for you this week. It's the same as it's the same one we've done in the past, which is if you could do us a solid and pick your favorite episode, pick your favorite short, your favorite segment that we have on our YouTube page, and just share it, share it out there. Fire it out there to the universe, to your network of people, and just be like, I love this thing. I love this bit. I love this podcast. And just do us a solid It didn't send that out there. It would mean the world to us. We'd love to just spread the good word of Mind Gap to other folks. It would mean the world to us for you just to share that out. And maybe you'll catch someone else's eye. And who knows? Maybe they'll come and join our Discord server, which you can find a link to down in the description down below. Mm-hmm. On the on our YouTube page, check that out and join us for amazing things. You know, great conversations, meme sharing. We've got uh, comic book spoiler discussions. We've got you know talk about NFTs in our fart channel. It's the best. You can also do like submit uh, questions for throwdown suggestions. Ask practical Dugs. We opened up a brand new channel for our new segment, uh, anime. Dialogue out of context, anime out of context. You can submit your little scripts down there if you want us to read those. Join the community and join us for game nights. We live stream our podcasts on our YouTube channel Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Central, and I host a video game stream on Saturdays at 8 p.m. Central. And let me tell you, this last uh, video game stream was a doozy. It was I so it was record books. much fun. We had 10 people. On there, uh, which we're playing Among Us. We haven't played Among Us in a long time. It was like a brand new game. They've got new maps. They can have up to 15 people on a game. They've got roles now. We could do different shit. Like people could be like a scientist and check the vitals of other people. Someone could be an engineer and jump into the vents, even though they're not, you know, an imposter, which can also lead to a bunch of confusion and, and infighting, which is amazing. Um, but. Had so much fun, and we actually uh, dropped a nice short from that episode today as of recording, um, which was great. It's one of my favorites. Uh, our, our very good boy, Gunch Boy Noah, and his very good friend, Alpaca, also known as Eric, um, captured this wonderful moment where they had a uh, an argument over which one of them was the imposter, and it was very, very entertaining, so go check that out. We also have a, another one dropping tomorrow. Uh, which at the time, you know, depending on when you're watching this, uh, may or may not already be out really good. Um, just me fucking around in the lobby and everyone was joining in. It was really, really fun. So check those out. They're very, very good. So, uh, and I don't know, I'm trying to decide what to do for the video game stream this Saturday, but we'll figure it out. We'll post about it. Come hang out with us. Enjoy the show. You should do a tower defense game. 
I have one. I'm saying you should do it. I have one. It's one of those things where it's like, I got to decide, do I want to do something solo or do I want to do something with the rest of the crew? Because um, solo gives me options, crew gives me options. So it depends. Um, I do have a tower defense, one that I love to play called Rogue Tower. It's fun. That's, that's my vote. All right. Well, there you hear it. You heard. There you hear it. There you hear it with your own goddamn ears. You heard it. You hear it with your own ears. Big a what you can do, you can join the Discord and you can throw your own vote in there. there what game should Doug play? Get on mm-hmm. that Discord. Let him know. Get I threw it. my vote out. I have a mic. It's a little different, but it's you know, different. Yeah. your voice can be heard via text. It can. And we would appreciate your voice yes, in this matter. Your voice matters. Speaking of matters, Justin. We should do a, yeah, uh, an LNPS, a listener net promoter score. Net, oh, good. And let's do it like, I don't know, let's once a quarter is a bit too... It's not enough. It's not enough. It's you not know? enough. You don't, you don't really get to know what people are thinking unless you're doing... We, maybe, I don't know, once a, uh, once every two months? What if we did it like every two weeks? You know, and really get that heartbeat Ooh. of what's going on, how people are feeling. And knowing that, we will bug the shit out of them yes. to complete this so ma- every like two maybe- weeks. On the off, when you don't get paid, the opposite weeks, mm-hmm. you get paid, and then the next week you take a, an LNPS, and then you get paid, and you take an LNPS, and then it's just the cycle continues. Yes. Yes. It's it's just catching, you know, and I, I, I trade uh, some stocks, options, and things like that, and there's some people that you can look at different charts at different time frames. Yeah. And kind of the ones that I look at just to kind of get a barometer on sort of short term throughout the day is like an hour, like what's happening with the hourly prices. Some people go really in the weeds and look like at one minute oh <laughs> charts. God. And I'm like, guys, this is what's happening in the one minutes. People are like, dude, zoom out. <laughs> zoom much. out. You, it, that is so much noise. Like it's useful if you're trying to time your exit or your entry right. into a stock. But for the most part, people are like, I'm in the matrix, man. I'm seeing all the movements. It's crazy down here. People are like, chill. It's like, it's fine. Pull up, pull up, pull up, pull out. I feel like that's what that would be. Just like every two weeks. It's like, <laughs> exactly. what are people feeling? What are they thinking? Let's get that heartbeat. It's like, just chill your tits. All right. You know, you know what they got to say? They say, uh, all right, chill your tits. Yeah. yeah. I love it. So listeners, uh, be on the lookout in your emails for a link to the LNPS uh, uh, survey. And if you could please fill that out as soon as possible, we're trying to get a hundred percent response rate on that. So thank you. Yeah. In advance. And if you don't do it, you know, uh, I'm not saying there's going to be repercussions, but also not not saying that. See, what I love about those messages, too, is they like to try and like throw in some level of competition and guilt. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it'd be really great if, you know, our department leader opened up their emails tomorrow and saw that we had 100 percent completion rate. That'd be really great if we could have that. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Mm, yeah, I know, but <laughs> you're not going to get it. <laughs> you're not going to get it. You're not going to get it. Yeah. Justin, yeah. how was uh how was your your weekend? How was your week? Naga had a good goddamn weekend. Uh, I took two days off, uh, Thursday and Friday, so I had a very long weekend, and it was marvelous. I'm a big proponent of five day weekends. Hell yeah! I'm just gonna throw it out there. Five day weekends. Eh, let's talk. <coughs> Excuse me. So, um, <laughs> so uh, no, we can't. Drew flew in. Uh, from the old San Diego. From and, the old country? Uh, from the old San Diego and uh, into Chicago. And then I drove back from Michigan into Chicago and we spent the weekend doing uh, some two-way state stuff. 
And uh, man, it was good, man. It was really fucking good. On Thursday, we had we did some callbacks for the feature film. We had some some chemistry reads, and we saw a lot of incredible actors. And uh, I'm not saying, I'm just saying, you know, we may or may not have found someone from that. Very cool. Keep your eyes on Two Estate social medias for updates. Exciting. Very exciting. And then, uh, yeah, we, we talked to a couple sponsors that we want to get on the, on board with the movie, and uh, those went very well. Again, uh, updates coming shortly, so just keep your eyes out. And then Drew and I did a bunch of writing and other administrative work. It was a really good weekend. Got to stay with my mom out in Schaumburg and so saw family. And then I came back up, and Beth's dad had been in Michigan staying with her, so then we got to hang out for a few days Sunday, Monday. So again, all in all, it was a it was a productive, uh, shockingly relaxing, and uh, fulfilling weekend. So I, I had a great, great Memorial Day weekend. Nice. Yeah. That sounds you? delightful. Uh, my wife and child got COVID this oh, week. No! So so far, I've dodged that bullet. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Finally happened. Uh, That's it. Yeah. Oh, it sucks. It's it's fine. Their symptoms are mild. They're both vaxxed and boosted. So, like, you know, it's totally chill. Natalie just essentially has to stay home the rest of this week before she can go back to school. So, we have the joy of working from home and entertaining her all at the same time. <laughs> all at the same time. But, um, you know, it was a little disappointing because, you know, I realized how much I enjoy physical contact with my family, and I was kind of like, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and keep you, uh, <laughs> you guys both sit on that side of the couch. I'll be on this side of the couch, and we'll be good to go. Right, I'm going to um, keep you disease-ridden, uh, uh, you yeah, know, co-inhabitors. Filth monsters, you know. Filth monsters, yeah. Mind your business. Um, so that, that kind of was disappointing, but we still made the most of it. Uh, it was good. a beautiful weekend. We got out uh, a pool little pool in the backyard for Nat. She got to play around that. Uh, I cooked up some food. I tried out a, a barbecue rib recipe from uh, Meat Church. Um, so what did you make? Did you make like, a, like one slab of ribs? or? It's a great question, many- Justin. Uh, yeah. I went to Costco because I noticed yeah. I'm like, they always have really good meat there. Like I get my, sure. my pork shoulders there and I saw the ribs. I'm like, I should get some, some ribs. This will be great. Yeah. You know. I looked at it, picked them up. I'm like, cool. There's probably, it looks like there's two in here. This is good. This will be solid. That's more than enough. Mm. You know, get home, break them open. There's three, three racks of ribs in there. And I'm like, well, at this point, (laughs) I'm making all three of them. Fuck it. Let's just do it. So I made three racks of ribs, try out this amazing restaurant. Actually, ordered special rubs, you know, to try out with it too. All right. Which was really cool. Um, And uh, I made all three of them. And we ate outside. And did you make all three the same, or did you try different things with different? All okay. three the same. All three the same. And uh, we ate one half rack of ribs, and I had two and a half left. And so, like, I texted my neighbor. I'm like, "Hey, would you like some ribs?" They're like, "Yeah, we'll have three. I was like, "Cool, one rack of ribs coming your way." She's like, "Wait, what?" I'm like, "Come on outside." I'm like, "Handed her this." I'm like, "Your boy's home. Here you go. Enjoy yourselves." And they're like. Yeah. Okay, and the, of course, okay. you know, their sons are like all in college. Two of them in college, one of them just graduated college, and they they were like, "This is awesome!" I'm like, "You're welcome, you're welcome, boys." Did they call you Mr. Cochran? No, that would be weird. Yeah, it'll be weird if that ever happens. So, okay. 
but yeah, they're all they're great. So I was like, here's a rack of ribs, and we still have a rack and a half, you know. So it's too many ribs, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's too many ribs. It's too many ribs. And then it's I also I made uh, I decided to make a, a try out a new uh, dessert recipe too, which was uh, strawberry shortcake with biscuits. And you sent me that picture, and I was just like, oh boy, delightful, man. Sense. Made the biscuits yeah. from scratch. I made the whipped cream from scratch. I macerated. The strawberries. Oh, well, it's a family show. I know. It is a family show. They got to know what you got to do with those strawberries consensually. You got to macerate them, you know? That's, that's true. Yeah. Macerate me. Family? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kinky. Yeah, right? All right. Yeah. It's so funny. I, like Nat- Natalie gets so excited for desserts, but then she really doesn't eat much of them. So the, it's the concept of dessert that makes her excited. Yeah. she's She'll definitely try. I always, I always grossly overestimate how much she's going to eat of something yeah and, and i'm always just she's always You're like dad on young doug well i'm also just like kids love ice cream right like I, I buy her some ice cream and then she barely eats it and then sometimes she's like dad can we get ice cream i'm like no she's like, why i'm like because you won't eat it she's like but i like it i'm like barely you let that shit melt in your hand like you don't you don't you know what really you gotta like do it. you gotta go to the ice cream shop and you gotta get her a like can we try and you just get that little sample spoon, and then that's what she gets. Right. Or I just Doug. be like, hey, come here, watch me eat this. And you right. then tell me how much you want to have some, and I'll just be like, mm, I don't know. No. no. No, I don't think so. Is there any dessert that she'll house that she'll just go to town on? I mean, she likes, you know, candy, things like that. Um, uh, like a loves- piece of cake or brownies or anything? Well, I mean, yet. she'll enjoy, like, the chocolate cake that I made she really liked. But even so, like, it has to be such a small portion. Like, I... Yeah. I'm so, always like, this should be a, this, this will be right. And I'm always way off. I'm like, oh, I should just give her like a small piece. Yeah. Be like, there you go. And she'll be content. For a second or something. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she enjoys cookies and things like that. But even then it's, it's just, I don't know. I just, uh, <laughs> I always try to make it work. There's some great chat going on here. Slotty says, uh, I'm not a religious man, but I would attend meat church. <laughs> me too, buddy. Knowing about Uncle Doug's puzzle basement makes me think Uncle Doug's meat church also sounds filthy. <laughs> he says uncle doug's meat church is definitely an innuendo yeah you know mm-hmm. i mean it's a coincidence that you know my wife asks to go to the meat church you know to pray at the altar it's weird that it happens on your birthday though it does you know yeah it's just kind of odd that it, that it kind of coincides with that yeah we just pray to the god of sausage and you know yep. bless these bratwursts for which they lie <laughs> so we can go ahead and mark the time there for that. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Gravy be with you. Gravy be with you, and also with you. Yes. Yeah, Uncle Doug's meat church. Why we need to, the thing is we need to come out with a line of Uncle Doug's stuff. I'm telling you, I, it, I'm there's there's two things we desperately need at the podcast. It's one, someone who can do our social medias. Yes. And number two, someone who can do merch because I'm not good at either of those. If anyone out there, uh, you know, has an artistic eye uh, and wants to wants to volunteer some time, you know, we'll we'll figure out some way to give you something in return. It won't be money, but we can give you something in return. Uh, it, we definitely need someone to help out with with those two things. The merch one, we've got so many good ideas. It's just we're not listen, artistic in that way. 
No. And also, we just don't have the time to learn no. how to be artistic in that way. No. And listen, I, I don't believe in exposure bucks. So I do my best. Like, if there's something you're interested in, you want to give it a try. If you're, you're a budding artist out there, you're like, I really want to try making a design for something. We're happy to, to accept you, assuming yeah. it's not dog shit. So prove your worth first, you garbage <laughs> person. But yeah, like if you want to try something out, I mean, we're game. We just we don't have the uh, <laughs> we don't have the capital right now. I'm sorry, right? I really don't. And I'm a, you've heard me bitch and complain about stuff before, like with pirates who were like you know, the kid who you know just would download music even though he worked at a record label, and he's like, yeah. when I have a job with pays real money, then I'll I'll pay for it. So I'm cognizant of that. Like, hey, listen, I can't pay you. And I'm not right. forcing you to do this, but if you want to lend your creative abilities, we're all for it. So, but again, that's what we're saying is that it's it's uh, you know it's all about if we're not saying uh, we want to exploit you. If you're interested, if you have an interest in, hey, I got some cool, I, I got extra time, and uh, I've got all this overflowing creativity, come on over. Yeah, yeah, we'll 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 collaborate. You're 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 looking for uh, an opportunity just to flex your flex your skills, add to your resume, your CV. Hey, try us out. Hey, man, try it out. Try it out. Here's man. the thing: we, we don't do podcasting to get rich, no. right? So uh, that's that's where we're at. Yeah, I yeah, I don't know, but anywho, had a great time cooking some new stuff. It was it was fun. It was enjoyable. Natalie's still continued on her Godzilla movie watching rampage, which is exciting. So I think we're going to be finishing up uh, Godzilla versus Kong this Friday. So we've watched all the other ones up to this point. So should be a real goddamn treat. Yes. Treat. Uh, treat. <laughs> I love the fact that she's getting into Godzilla. That is random. That is okay. It makes sense though because it's in the vein of dinosaurs, right? It is. It is. She saw something. She saw some sort of like Godzilla thing. I think her kids, at, her friends at school, are talking about. It and she saw it. She's like, "Dad, can we?" She's so excited. I was, I was yeah. like, "Never in my my life have I been so excited to like be like, yeah, I'll pay fifteen dollars for this movie. Sure, let's watch it." Like, I just bought it because she was so excited. She's like, "Please, can we watch it?" I'm like, All right, "Okay." <laughs> I need to figure out some way to to put in her head the idea to let her know that the was a 1998 version of this movie that came out that your dad's not showing you. Okay. Your dad's keeping this movie. I've never me. even seen it. I just remember the soundtrack. Oh, buddy. Yeah. The I movie, heard it. it. Look, the movie's on par with the soundtrack. <laughs> I, I mean, I was all big cause like, you know, Diddy did a track yep. in there, which was, Oh really yeah. Cool. I bought that. I bought the, the Sample soundtrack. Led Zeppelin's cashmere for yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. I had, I had the soundtrack too. I was, uh, I would sit there in my car and I would just rock out to come with me. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And let me tell you, that movie saw it in the theater. Oh boy. Right. Oh boy. Other notable soundtracks of the nineties, uh, Armageddon. Yes. Oh my God. Look out. Yes. Yeah. Just recently rewatched that That's movie. Again. <laughs> I was like, Hard what stuff. are the, what are the, what are the Schumacher, uh, Schumacher Batman movies? Cause it had like a, uh, um, Smashing Pumpkins and oh yeah, Kiss, Kiss from a Rose by Seal. Oh yeah, I feel like that was the Val Kilmer one. Yes, that one was Batman yeah. Forever, and then I think yeah, that one I think was was somewhat notable. But I actually just rewatched Armageddon recently. <laughs> um, it's fun. It's a fun movie. Like yeah? it's just it's it's dumb, but it's a fun movie. Oh. 
it's, absolutely yeah it is it is right in line with what it sh- what it what it promises to be yeah it delivers yeah it's it's very fun it's a it's a classic michael bay film and it's absolutely pretty enjoyable <laughs> but it's so funny when <laughs> use of the word retard in there was was caught me off guard because i forgot that <laughs> keith yeah. david just drops that out there we're supposed to expect these to these guys to save the earth, and I they're at the hands of a bunch of guys I wouldn't tr- a bunch of retards I wouldn't trust with a potato gun. <laughs> such a such a sign of the time. I love I love going back and watching those old ones and just yeah. being like, oh wow! Surprised they didn't drop the f word, calling them f words. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Movies that you couldn't the scripts that wouldn't get approved today. You know? Yeah, it's like whoa. Okay, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> You All know right. the other movie that Natalie needs to watch. Mm. Speaking of like dinosaur esque, mm-hmm. giant lizard, you know, rampage. I was just—I literally was thinking the same thing. Come I on. mean, it's got to be in there. I mean, right there. I, honestly, we're getting dangerously close to cracking that open. You're I running think. out of movies, right? Is what you're saying. I mean, honestly, I—I I mean, I'm—I'm I'm pretty close to just firing up after this Godzilla movie and just being like, yeah. "You want to watch this?" And then you know, <laughs> let Hag know. Hag, if you're listening. The time is near. I'm calling it. <laughs> Rampage time is be, near. The the thing that I'm going to be most upset about is that I I desperately wanted to make it back and have you and I have a movie night yeah. and watch that son of a bitch together. And it's just going to bum me out that we're not going to be able to do that. You know what I'm afraid of? I'm afraid of actually that it's going to be good. I don't think it is, but it'd be funny if you're I was like, you're going to like it. Yeah. Well, this whole time I'd be like, I've been sitting on this for years <laughs> and I didn't even give it a try. I didn't give it a fair shake. Um, if I don't think some, it's going to be the case. Apple but. needs. I think Apple does some sort of a watch. But we need to figure that out. If yeah. that's the case, then we'll all sit down and we'll be on the phone like we're 16-year-olds. Right. Just like, oh, my God. On this FaceTime, you'll watch me watch the movie. Exactly. I won't even watch the movie. I'll just watch you watch the movie. Exactly. So you can set up your iPad right in front of you. Well, the best oh. part is, is Natalie's going to ask a shitload of questions that I'm not going to have the answers for. And even though yes. I'm going to prep her in advance and be like, Natalie, I've never seen this movie. I and. Yeah. The one thing that bothers me is she asks a bunch of questions that if she would just wait about ten seconds, she would get the answer for. Yep. She'd be like, "Who's that guy? What's what? What are they doing? What's going on over there? Yeah. What are they about to do?" And it's just like, and I've had to tell her politely, "I'm like, you know, if you just keep those questions inside and wait, you'll probably get the answers to them." Yeah. And now she's gotten to the point where she's like, "Dad, I, you know what? I'm just gonna wait." I'm like, "That's my girl. Just she's- chill." wicked smart man yeah. she really is she's yeah. she's she's something i tell you she's something else she's really fun speaking of fun stuff i think it's high time we do a fitness update oh, fitness update! <laughs> we were talking a lot about fitness uh a while back and uh, i think it's a good time to check in and let people know hey how's our fitness coming along how are we doing where are we doing great where are we coming up short what yeah is happening um justin let's start with you man how's how's the fitness going for you not great. first of all uh, what's your fucking weight weigh in right now let's do 196. it 196 hey, okay nice is that nice i don't know i just <clears throat> no, say i, I mean, say nice yeah. i'm under 200 which is great you know bang bang boom as long as i don't go back over 200 i came down under two i was over 200 just over 200 when in 17 when i ran the marathon and then I came down and I was like, I do not ever want to go back over that. That's the benchmark. I don't ever want to go back over that. 
you know, ideal weight for me, I don't know. I'm it's it's more about how I feel, but if I'm ballparking it, it would be around 170 maybe. You Damn. know, so I've got about, you know, 25 or so pounds to go ish. You know, uh, but yeah, it's not, it's not, uh, I have not been doing my due diligence. What I've noticed though is one of the things is that I've been going back and forth from Chicago so much that traveling and stuff, it makes it very hard. These last five days that I was traveling, it's very hard to stick to something when you're going. Man, I don't envy entertainers. You know, or anyone who's just traveling for a living, trying to get that stuff, like to figure that out. Because not only that, especially if you don't know where the f- the facilities you're going to go to, if they're going to be adequate for what you're going to be doing. You know, right. like all I wanted at my mom's house was, you know, uh, a, a, a whole rack of dumbbells. You know, uh, maybe a punching bag, uh, a full gym in the basement, and it wasn't there. I don't know. I'm like, what? Is, what are we doing here? What are we even doing? Yeah, when I was down in Disney World, I I worked out one day and I just I looked at my weight regimen for the rest of the week. I'm like, I'm not going to be able to do a significant portion of what I need to do in this place. And I'm like, fuck okay. it. I'm just I just like it's not worth it because I don't want to come in here and do half of the workout and just you know it did it just didn't seem worth it to me. So, so doing, and that's interesting. I want to spend a moment on that. Mm-hmm. So doing nothing seemed like a better idea than doing something. Well, because I was still walking. I would get up earlier in the day and I would walk. I'd get my steps in. I would make it a big effort to do some sort of like cardio. But lifting, I'm like, this isn't worth it because I can't do the majority of my workout. So I I didn't feel right counting that I did the workout when I know that I didn't, if that makes sense. You you have a lot of information about lifting, though. You tell me you've gone in and like uh, reconfigured a couple, you know, figured out how to do some... You know, some makeshift things. But I'm pretty good at using what I have in the gym that I go to now. I can yeah. make stuff happen. But in that quote unquote that gym, bad? I mean, it was mostly treadmills. Couple. I mean, they had uh, like two racks, a couple of dumbbells. It wasn't much to work with for, for a lot of the things that I needed to do. I guess I've got it. The last time we were down there, we stayed at the Dolphin, I think. Mm-hmm. And it like that was, and because it's more of like a conference center resort kind of thing, that was, I've never seen, I've never seen a weight room or a workout facility like that. They had every possible piece of equipment you could ever imagine. It was bananas. That's that's just Disney. I thought every place did it like that. Okay. No, I think it probably depends on where you go. So it was, it was, it was fine, but it wasn't going to suit my needs for what I was looking to do. So. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I do that all the time in the gym where people are occupying something and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna have to make do with something else. What can I do? And I'll figure it out. I'll find something yeah. that's pretty comparable to what, you know, yeah. what's going on. So, cause you gotta be flexible. Well, you have to be. Yeah. You gotta stretch. Yeah. Flexibility. It's very important. It's very true. I, I, I literally stretched before we started this podcast. So I, I'm stretching right now. The I'm listeners can't see it, but we're stretching. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And three, two, and back up. There we go. There yeah. we go. We're I'm done. feeling limber right now. There we go. No, I, uh, I, I, I'm back to it today. I went and worked out this morning and uh, feeling great. So it's it's one of those where I, I'll do. I did. I think two weeks and then something happened. I was traveling more and I, I was off and then I'm back on. And I'm off. It was. So I've I've still yet to be able to commit to a uh, a nonstop full regimen of you know. Uh, locking in and committing so that that is again i'm 
we're today is day one. You know, we're starting to count back over, and we're hoping hoping that we can. I don't know why I'm saying we. I'm talking in the, hey, the pool here. We're all here for you, Justin. Me and everyone else that lives in my head. I'm hoping yeah. that we can get to the gym and and do it. it. Really, what it is 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 it more than the exercise for me? It's the it's the the food. Mm, yeah, that's the, that's the mountain that I just can't get over. Yeah. And it's I'm tough. not eating garbage. I'm not eating like I used to. I'm not housing a bag of Doritos like the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah, right. I would just want a, a bag of Doritos a day. And I'm like, I feel like shit. But, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, we're all going to die. So that's my mentality. That was right. my mentality. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I obviously still struggle with food. I, I allow myself now Sunday I'm through Thursday. You seem so good with food. I'm pretty good. Uh, the, the, the beast is always there. Got it. Because here's the thing. I'm really not doing a bad job. Like, if if I really think about it, like, compared to what I was a year ago, I'm doing really well. Like, I honestly, I'm doing really well. I just don't know if it's syncing up with where I want to be. And again, when I look at what I'm eating, I'm not mad, you know? Can I eat a a, a little bit less? Sure. I think that's kind of what it is. It's just, again, it's always portion control with me. But Sunday through Thursday is when I try to be really focused and disciplined on everything. It's like, this is what we're going to do. Friday and Saturday, I allow myself a couple of frills. You know, maybe after dinner, I will give myself a, you know, pop a bag of popcorn, put some M&Ms in it, you know, just a couple handfuls, you know, just something fun like that. And that's, that's the extent of like what I'll do. But, um, I, but I'm also like, I, cause I'm like, I'm going to live my life, you know, like I Mm -hmm. made those ribs. I didn't eat a ton of them. I had some with some broccoli, potatoes. I made that uh, strawberry shortcake thing. I'm like, I'm going to eat this whole fucking biscuit with all this stuff. I'm going to do it. You know? Yeah. And, but I just had one and then I moved on. So that I look at those as victories. Like those are those are good things for me. And I'm actually just at this. I just realized I'm over a year of joining a gym. Yes, you are. So which is exciting. Well, congrats, man. So I started back at the gym in May of last year. And I'm looking forward to coming up on a year of doing center, which I think will be September. Yeah, you joined. You joined very shortly after I did. So in yeah. my in my I'm in September too. So we joined. I think opposite ends of the same month. I think is when we joined. Yeah, I joined it pretty quick. So I am um, very excited just to kind of like as we're going along here. I'm actually I've done the intermediate weight weight training on there twice. Okay. And I am over halfway through the advanced weight weight training program nice. on there, which has been awesome. I really enjoy it. It's six days of strength training, one of which is just like kind of like the cardio strength training, but it's five days in the gym, okay. which is awesome, and one day of like cardio. And I'm like, that's my style. And now is the cardio like the hit stuff? The yeah, the it's 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 five sets of like five exercises, and okay. you just kind of do them. And it takes 25 minutes, and it's sometimes okay. they're easy, sometimes they're hard. It depends on this the is exercise. All body weight stuff, like squats, yeah, it's just and, body weight uh, stuff, like gorillas, and things like that. Yeah, it's it's like it was yeah, like plyo push-ups into like squats, and like, these are a little more complicated than they have been in the past. So it's kind of fun yeah. to to see like what they come up with, which has been pretty exciting. But the weight training has been great. It's a day of chest, a day of back, a day of legs, a day of shoulders, and a day of arms, and. They're all minimum of forty minutes of of lifting, which is awesome, and I I feel really good. I feel really strong. 
Um, when I went to Disney, when I came back from Disney World, I was 240 pounds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was averaging around 235 before that, and I've struggled to break below 235 since then. Like I've gotten <laughs> yeah. as low as like 235 and a half, but yeah. I am bouncing between like 240 and 235, and I'd love to get in the short term to the low 230s again. Part of me is like, is it possible? It's because you're building more muscle. Is I it? Would, I would argue yes, but that's just me. Is it possible? I don't know. I, I mean, it's hard to say. And you know, when you weigh yourself every day, the fluctuations are insane. So you, oh, you can't absolutely. Yeah, you can't look into them too much because you'll lose your goddamn mind. But I'm also like the vast majority of that is just water weight. You know. Yeah, and I, you know, because when I when I pull back again, when I'm not looking at the one minute charts. When you're falling into the one minute chart right. second. When I pull back and I look at it, I was like, what am I doing every day? I'm doing a lot of exercise every day. Yeah. I get up at five in the morning and I basically work out until like seven forty five. So I stretch, take my dog for a like a three mile walk, and then I go to the gym, I lift, I come back home, and then I shower and I go to work and then I do another walk throughout the day. Usually, if I don't hit all like my my calorie movement goals for the day, I'll do another walk, and then you know I'm just moving. And then I'm eating, you know, I'm eating well, breakfast and lunch and dinner and stuff like that. Like it's you're doing it right, man. Like that's, yeah. you know, what I mean? like it's not like you're <clears throat> sure. If you worked with you know a professional, could they tweak what you're doing? Undoubtedly, but like yeah. it, you're. For uh, for for the amateur level, you are doing everything spot on. Yeah, no, I'm I'm very happy. I've started to see some some cool results in different like muscle groups and things like that that I'm pretty excited about. I've gotten a little more vascular, so my Ooh. veins are popping Ooh. out in some in my arms and stuff. Where I'm like, hey, haven't seen that vein in a long time. That's well, kind of cool. Well, hi you, how I'm you like, doing? Oh hi. Um, You've been sleeping. Yeah, it's just it you know like just. It's just to be vulnerable, you know, like sometimes when I'm wearing my workout shirts, they're not like sleeveless or anything. They're just Under Armour shirts. But like when I'm doing stuff, I'm like, hey, you look good, buddy. You look yeah. good. You look you look strong. So <laughs> it's been uh, it's been nice because I've had consistency with this. And I watch I, uh, the algorithm on YouTube uh, threw out a video for you familiar with the movie The North Man? With yes. uh, Alexander Skarsgård. Yeah. Well, the trainer who trained him and got him all beefed up did a quick video. It's like, what did they do to get him in, you know, all this sort of stuff? And I just, I was fascinated to see him. Like, well, yeah, what did they do with Alexander Skarsgård? And yeah. it was so interesting hearing this trainer break it down. They're like, well, he's playing this type of North Norse, you know, warrior. He's a berserker. But there's two types of berserkers. There's the bear and then there's the wolf. The wolf is like leaner and fast. The bears are bigger. He's kind of a hybrid of the two. So we wanted to build out a program that shows him because he's not going to be super bulky, but also he needs to be, they talked about making sure his shoulders are strong because he's going to be spending his days swinging an axe for filming. And so we're going to focus on that. I was like, the science that goes into building up that program and how they got him to where he was going. And then they showed you some like example of the workout. Um, and what I loved is down the YouTube comments are like, this is an amazing video. It teaches you so much to anyone who's just getting into this. You will not get ripped in eight weeks. Right. This is not. Yeah. It's like, check yourself out in a year and two years, keep up and you'll, you'll see results. And that's always something I have to remind myself is that this is a marathon Right. And it's about consistency. And if you can stick with it, 
you will start to see results. And it's just, if my job was to just get fit, that's a different story. Like, right. Alexander Skarsgård's job is to memorize his lines, act authentically, and also eat well and get ripped. Right. Like, that's, that's his you job. You getting paid, you know, what, $15 million. I'm sure you could make it happen. Not to mention you've got a personal trainer. You've got people exactly. cooking you food, exactly what you need, preparing everything you need, where you're like, And you're not cool. sitting at a desk, uh, you know, doing your day job. No. You're, you're, that is what you're doing. You're spending your mornings and your afternoons in the gym. I was going to so, say, that's the biggest thing about, like, the show The Biggest Loser. Yeah. Was, you know, yeah, people left their home environments and went to a facility where all they did was focus right. on eating and losing weight. And they're like, look at all this stuff. And that's why the final challenge, I never really watched the show, but I, you know, seen a couple of things. It's like, you know, now it's spend a couple of weeks at home going back to life and then see how you weigh it. It's because that's not real life. Real life isn't you just working out nonstop. Right. And you know, <clears throat> take, take all this information and imp- can you implement it in your everyday life? Yeah. Yeah. And that's where I feel like I've been able to do that a lot yeah. of what I of what of what I of what I've been able to sort of like forge into my life and I and I love it to the point where it becomes like I understand why there's people like I got to run every day man I never understood that I was like right. I remember it's like sleeting outside it's icy outside it's snowy outside I'd always see the same guy running I'm like take a break man take a break <laughs> But now I get it. It's like I don't just want to get up and not go and work out now. Like yeah. those those days, like I brought up thousands of times before. But when you and I used to try to meet up when we lived next door, and I just text you or whatever, I'd be like, "Yeah, not today, man. I'm not going to make it today." I yeah. just didn't have it in me. Yeah, it's like I don't want to go and do this. This sucks. It was, and it wasn't. Yeah, the, the funny thing is, it wasn't that big of a. It wasn't a heavy lift to no. get. Like we were literally across the alley from each other. Yeah. So that, when one I, of us would, one of us would uh, you know flame out on that, which like really didn't have an excuse for it. No, there was there was no reason to do that, and uh, you know the fact that I'm like I get up at five, sometimes four forty five every day. You yeah. know, on the weekends I get to sleep until seven. You know, and then get up and do that sort of stuff. Like yeah. I'm very committed, and I've I've made a lot of great great progress, and I'm just looking forward to you know keeping this up and. Um, just seeing the progress that comes along yeah. with it, you know. So again, I love my weight to come down a little bit more, you know. Um, but at, at the same time, like you said, it's how you feel, you know. the The weight's just a number, and um, I, I used to be so fucking hyper focused on the number that used to be. I would go when I, again the training for the first one. I was I would I uh, when I wasn't running, my off days would be swimming. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice. Uh, which was, I mean, you know, uh, talk about easy on the joints and a fucking calorie burner, you yeah. know, talk about endurance too, getting your breath For you know, sure. in, in order. So I was like, well, this is great. So I joined export and I was doing some stuff there and I would weigh myself and I was so, so desperate to, like, to see on, I remember the day that I weighed myself and I got under 200 and I was just, I was about, I was over the moon, but then it started getting harder. The closer you get to that goal weight, the harder it gets to, to drop the pounds and I was so obsessed with the number and I'm like, dude, you're, you're running 15 miles without really like it. You're, you know, you're sweating obviously, but yeah, like, it's not hard. Running, you got to you wait where it wasn't hard, it, you know? And yeah. like, it, you're in, you're in good shape, you yeah. know? And it was, but I couldn't see that. I was so, so hyper-focused on the numbers. So our brains really are so fucked up like to, that, man. Like I, yeah. I, it's so funny because even when I was in the best shape of my life in high school as a wrestler, I still couldn't recognize it. 
Yeah. I couldn't recognize that I was in phenomenal shape. I was actually very toned. I couldn't see it. Yep. But I was. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was just nonstop, just football, wrestling, track, summertime lifting, like football, yeah. wrestling. Just I've been doing that for four years and just I was good, man. I was in a good, yeah. good place. Burning calories have that youth of metabolism behind you, too. Like I, I was in the best shape, but I still couldn't see it. I couldn't yeah. see like how my body was and, and everything like yeah. that. So it's it's a horrible mm. trick we play on ourselves. Because also when you're fat as shit, you also say, I don't look that bad. You know, right. it's so exactly. funny how it works on both ends of the perspective on the spectrum. Well, to that end, too, and you had mentioned like having to stick with it. And I think this is important to keep in mind for anyone who's who's going down this this road and starting this journey is that we'll and I saw some this came across Instagram and I heard someone talking about it. And I was like, ah, fuck, I never thought of it this way. He's like, you know, we'll eat chips and we'll drink and we'll do whatever. And it's over the course of time. And we're like, oh, it's not going to. It, it's just one bag of chips or it's another bag of chips. And we have no problem doing this extended journey with eating or with doing bad things or taking drugs or drink, whatever it is, you know, like these, these things that are, are uh, the antithesis you know, of health. And we'll do these over the long term and we're okay with it. And we don't think that it's going it, to, because it's the long term, we don't think it's going to have an effect. But when you go and do something healthy, if you don't see results in two weeks, well, this isn't working. It's like, so we'll give the bad things a lot mm -hmm. of time and we're okay with that. The good things have to, we have to see a result immediately or else. And so it's really switching your brain to realize like, you know, you can't rush one thing when the other thing you've been doing for years, you've got to, well, yeah. you've got to give it time to kick in and, and everything to turn over. Cause also doing the stuff that's healthy is hard. Yeah. Doing the bad stuff's easy. Going out and buying donuts and sitting down and eating that. Like, yeah. Going to an all-you-can-eat buffet and just shoving it all in your face and eating all that greasy carbs with the sweet. Like, yeah, that's easy. It's so easy. It's hard to fucking get up and, and work this stuff out. You want to see the fruits of your labor fast because you're like, this sucks, man. This sucks. Right. You know? Prove to me that this is going to work. This is worth my time to keep doing. Right. And, and that's what it is. We don't want to. We don't want to commit to it unless we can see that it's worth our time. And it's it's it's. There's a really tough window in the beginning too of getting started. It's so yes. hard because you gotta you gotta hit that groove. You gotta create that groove and then stick with it because so many times I've started and then stopped. You know. Yeah. That's where I, that's that's the that's the cycle that I'm in right now. Jill's in the same boat. Like she's like, cool. I'm gonna start this and then. Something happens like, you know, family wise or whatever or schedule wise. And then yeah. she's like, cool, I'm going to start this. She gets fucking COVID like just just <laughs> constantly she's starting and then something is just completely derailing her yeah. um, from doing that. And it's it's super frustrating. But even the past where like I think when we actually started doing improv together, I'd started lifting again and I was yeah. on a kick and I was doing really well with it. And then I fell off. And um, yeah, it's it's. Yeah, it's just one of those things where I'm like, I don't want to let this go like, yeah. at all. And I I want to keep it going. It also helps that part of my job pays for my gym membership. So that's incredible. Yeah. Also a, a nice big benefit Absolutely. there. But that's covered. Um, but I just I with all the health problems that exist in my genes and all the 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 food demons that are constantly on my shoulder telling me what to eat. Uh, I just I don't have the luxury. I realize now at this part of my life, I don't have the luxury of staying on that path that I was on because yeah. 
it will only lead to very bad things. So yes. um, I just right now to, to know that I've made it a year in March of eating better and then to know I've made a year of just being back in the gym consistently. Yeah. And then come September, it'll be a year of doing actual like awesome lifting like targeted yeah yes like legit like program following a program for a year i just you know i want to get jill had this thing she's like fit by 40 was was kind of like okay. this mantra and i told her we were walking the other day i was like i don't know if i'm there and she goes no you're there like you have a mentality and a mindset of what what a healthy lifestyle is so she goes as far as i'm concerned you're already there it's just well- just look Going at forward. the fucking picture that I sent you. Oh, yeah, right. Of you from episode, like, I think it was one of the first. Yeah. It was that thumbnail of the first episode of Mind Gap. Yeah. Six years ago. So, yeah. like, <clears throat> and I would say you, I don't think you were a year ago. I don't think you were that heavy. At this point, a year ago, I'd lost. Well, so, I, not yeah. this point, but, like, yeah. prior, March. When you started in March, were you? I think were I was. I really? think I was. I, I so hadn't there, done anything, oh, even, you know. Even more. Like yeah. look in one year where you where you came. So don't yeah. yeah, you can't sit there and look at yourself in a mirror now. Yeah. And go that you're not that you're not on that track fit by forty. Yeah. You're there, man. Yeah. yeah. Just it's and just I also look at the gains I've done with just looking at food and being like, what do I want to eat? Yeah. What is what should I eat? Like I can look at those ribs, have some ribs. And also be cognizant of like, I need to make sure I have some vegetables here, like some broccoli. You know, I'm going to make some potatoes, but I'm not going to use a ton of oil. I'm going to bake them. You know, just everything that I go about, you know, is just, oh, I want to have a snack. I've got this stuff that's you know, these protein snacks that I make, or or I'm just going to have some fruit. I got a shitload of fruit lying around all the time yeah. out the wazoo. And just also, again, just trying to show Natalie that this stuff is really important and just showing her that her dad cares a lot about being active and in eating well. And right now I see some of, she eats, she has a much better palate than I did, but like I also get concerned when she just wants to eat macaroni. I'm like, we got to have something else with it, something else healthy or, you know, she loves fruit. So she's always asking it. So I just see that as like, this is good. We're, we're creating because the worst thing we could do is teach her bad eating habits. Yeah. And, yeah, absolutely. You know, she's going to have some because she's my daughter. It's inevitable. She will have it's some. It's in her genes. But at least we can help develop her palate and just show her she loves things like broccoli and, like I said, fruit. She's crazy for yeah. like peaches, grapes, apples. And she just she goes through that stuff, which is great. And I just want to keep that going because I'm like, I don't want you. I don't want to create a complex. I don't want to do overcorrect. But at the same right. time, I'm like, I want you to be better than whatever I fucking had growing up, which was garbage. And right. I'm almost well, the, 40 and just now kind of working my way out of that rut. <laughs> the benefit that she has and that Jill has too, is that we talked about uh, Alexander Skarsgård has someone to, you know, a nutritionist to cook for them. The two of them have you to cook for them. So True. like, you know, like it's, if you're making it, it's, that's, that's how dinner works. Right dad makes something or mom makes something and that's what you're going to eat. I don't remember getting a lot. Of, I don't remember being given a menu when I was younger. So she will sometimes I, I make something that I know she doesn't like. Sure. Like something sure, that's sure. spicy or what? like when I make jambalaya, like I know yeah. she won't eat that. So oftentimes I will have a backup. Like she often goes, can I have an egg? I'm like, sure. 
you can have an egg. What or, a great al- alternate. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that's not – there's way worse things that you could be asking for, like macaroni. Well, that's the thing, too, is I'm like, listen, what I'm making is labor-intensive, so I'm not going out of my way to make you something else. So right. know that. You're going to get something simple. But some usually I'll, sometimes I'll get like a rotisserie chicken, carve it all up for the week, and just yeah. have some rotisserie chicken around. So I'll just plop some of that on her plate and be like, there you go. Yeah. Something real quick and easy. I'm like, I can get an egg make a scrambled egg for you real fast. That's no big yeah. deal. And she's usually thrilled with it anyway. So I'm like, that's a win. It's a huge yeah. win. So that's easy as easy as shit. That's easy as shit right there. It's easy as shit right there, bro. Well, to you, Justin, I say, I, I want to say, man, you got this, you know, stick Thank with you. it. I know you can do it. I'm, I'm proud of you. That's not the right word. Isn't that weird to say like, I'm proud of you? Like that somehow I'm owning some <laughs> sort of part of it. Like I'm you happy for you. I just recently heard some other comedians talking about that phrase. Like, I'm proud of you. I'm like, yeah, that is kind of weird. Yeah. If I have, it's one thing if like I'm a, I'm your coach and I can, sure. I, I yeah. know what you've been through and, and I, we've helped that. And I was like, I'm proud that you've been here, but I'm just like, I have nothing to do with anything that you're doing with your life. And I'm like, I'm proud of you. It's like, I don't assign any ownership to what you're doing. But that <laughs> yeah, being said, yeah, I mean, we could break. Because I want to break that down now. Because I'm yeah. like, what is like what you're essentially saying is I am happy for you. Yes. I as as I am, I am inspired and ha- I think when you say when you say you're proud of someone, saying you have that pride in them, it is not. It does uh, by definition, it does kind of infer that you have some sort of hand in it. But I think what it is is just an, it's a synonym for saying I I am happy and excited for what you're doing and what you're going through. And I should, I will just say that instead. I'm happy and excited for what you're going through right now. I'm happy that you're under 200 pounds. I'm happy that you're sticking with it. And, uh, you know, I, I thank you for sharing this little fitness update with everybody. I hope if anyone's out there that's on the cusp or struggling with this sort of stuff, we're right here with you. We're going yeah. through it. And, uh, and you're not professionals, but if you ever need to to chat about something or have questions about what we're doing, or more importantly, or not importantly, but uh, a little more uh, uh, apropos to the whole thing, what Doug's doing, because <laughs> Doug's the one who's got the gains. And you know what, Doug? I'm proud of you. Thank you, Justin. Thank you. <laughs> that means a lot. But now, yeah, uh, Doug will coach you. If anyone wants to chat about it or just like vent or whatever, by all means. You know, hit us up, join our Discord, hop in and, and chat about that stuff. Like, if you need motivation, let me know. We share, we have a recipes channel in there where people are constantly sharing recipes. I share a lot of like my favorite healthy recipes in there. So, if you're looking to try something out or whatever, hit us up. We got there. We're here to support yeah. you. You know. Oh, seven. Hello. It's like when people use we when they talk about their favorite sports team. No offense to anyone who does. Pet peeve of mine. I'm the same way. No, 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 no. Offense. Offense meant, and I agree with it. I agree. I am behind you 100%. I'm proud of you, Seven, for saying that. Yeah. I used to say the same thing when people were like referring to the Cubs as we were like, oh, we had a tough game today. I'm like, oh, yeah? Did you put it all out in the field, you piece of shit? (laughs) I think I sent you that thing. I don't know if maybe I did or didn't. But yeah, I recently I heard a comedian talking about uh, it, it. Sports, when any jock or someone who's into sports, rags on a nerd for uh you know comics or movies or whatever and they're like it's a nerd oh they dress up 
And they broke down how <laughs> sports people are just as much of nerds. It's like you guys are when you wear someone's jersey, you're just cosplaying. Yeah. You're showing up to that person's uh, you know, place of work as them. Yeah. You're dressing up as them and showing up to where they do their job. Mm-hmm. And you know the stats and this and that. You're no better than a Marvel fan. hundred percent. And in it, fact, I'd argue it's weirder if you break it's it down. It's weirder. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. But somehow there's that mm-hmm. stink, that stigma. So yeah. I lump those people into the, the people with the we who think they're on the field with the team. Seven, I'm behind you 100%. Yes. And Seven, I'm glad you're here because you're a bit of an anime fella. And uh, we have a brand new segment Uh-oh. called Anime Out of Context. And what we're about to do... And we don't have a theme song for it yet. Not yet. Not yet. So I, could, I had I had nothing come to me today. What uh, what what I've done is I have curated some specific dialogue from anime. This is this this is our second time doing this. Shake it off. Shake the it first off. one was from Sword Art Online. The second one is going to also be from Sword Art Online. Oh, and fantastic! It's my favorite. What I've done is uh, I've typed up the script here. Justin has not read this. Justin has not seen this episode. Should I click on the link? You can click now? on the link now. I can yes. click on it now. Okay. Yes. Um, and what we're going to do is we're going to do a cold read of this dialogue. Two, episode four equals goo. I'm glad you love the discussion on health working out because Seven is also a dude that for the longest time, as long as I've known Seven... He would always be like, all right, man, we play games together. He's like, all right, I got to go work out. I'm like, what are you doing going to work out? He would prioritize it. Yeah. He, he would He would make it, he made it, makes it a, a big point to do that. So I'm proud of, I'm proud of you, Seven. I'm proud of you. I'm owning your success. All right. Doug, Doug this script is six pages long. Oh, I know. I'm aware of this. Now, here's the thing. I'm not Kiro again? No, you're not Kirito. Come on, man. Because here's the thing. Whenever we do this. Was, I spent the next week after that podcast diving into who the character is and why you have no idea who they I are. know motivation what you know nothing about them i don't now here's the thing whenever i put these together just know that whatever character i assign to you is going to be the expert of the scene and that's the joy for me because last time if you remember you were like i'm in a guild and that was probably one of the best moments i've ever heard ever was uh. when you said that so I'm going to give you a little bit of direction. Okay. This is going to be completely out of context. And yep. I'm hoping when we're done, I will give you the context. And that will hopefully make this even funnier because okay. I have thoughts about this particular episode. So <laughs> this comes from Sword Art Online. It's from Season 2, Episode 4, which is titled GGO. So Justin is going to be playing Sinon, uh, who is, by the way, a female. So okay. uh, I will be playing Kirito. Uh, here is uh, just a little bit of direction for you. You are an expert. You, Sinon, is an expert. Okay? So that's 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 what I want you to take uh, to this reading. All right? You are an expert. Not necess- not cocky. You've you you've just you've you you're seasoned. You're a seasoned character. All right? Okay. So it's like, so, so imagine if someone were to come up to you and ask you, um, you know, just questions about podcasting in general. Like someone just comes up like, Justin, it, you, you won't be cocky about it, but you have knowledge. You've, you've done it. Okay. We've done this for six years. You have thoughts, you have ideas and things like that. That's kind of like the approach to this. All right. All right. All right. I'll be and playing. This, what's that? Go ahead. Go ahead. Please go ahead. I'll be playing Kirito, who is a man, but his avatar is a woman. Okay. 
as we often see in video games. So I'm okay. I'm just wrapping my head. I, I had to remember that this is a video. Okay, got it. Okay. Yes, this is a video game. All right. That they are virtually okay. jacked into. All right. Now this. Uh, sorry, the stage direction at the top says uh, Kirito explores a foggy and greasy urban environment. Oh yeah, I'll read the stage direction. Don't worry. So, so this is this this is happening on the street. Yes. They're outside. Okay. They're 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 in VR world. Got it. Okay. But it's a different world than where we saw them last time. Sure, sure, sure. I just want to know because I think I have something to help with the theater of the mind. Okay. 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 Yeah. All right. Um. All right, there we go. There we we we're in the suit. Sorry, not we don't want the night ambience. We just want the street ambience. Okay. All right, here we go. Kirito explores a foggy and greasy urban environment. He is utterly lost. He spies a young woman with blue hair walking on an empty street and runs to her. Um, excuse me. Uh, I'm lost. Internally, Kirito says, "Crap. She thinks I'm trying to hit on her." What, is this your first time playing the game? Um, internally. Damn, she totally thinks I'm a girl. Where do you want to go? Um, well, yes, um, it's it's my first time playing. Uh, I'm looking for somewhere to get a cheap weapon in a place called the Governor General's Office. Oh, sure, I'll take you there. Internally. Oh, I feel bad for this, but I'm going to have to let her, I'm going to let her think I'm a girl for a little while. By the way, what are you doing at the Governor General's office? Um, I, I want to enter an event called Bullet of Bullets. Bob? Uh, you just started today, right? B.O.B. Bob? You just started today, right? Yes. Well, your stats might not be good enough. Well, this is a converted account, so I'm bringing my abilities from another game. Oh, I see. Well, can I ask... What brings you to a game like this that's dirty and stinks of oil? Uh, I've always played fantasy games. Uh, I wanted to play something more cyberpunk, and I was kind of interested in gunfights. Ah, so you're starting with Bob. You've got guts. Then I'll take you to a big market with lots of stuff. Sinon leads Kirito through the streets to a massive market. A cornucopia of weapons are displayed on the countless walls. Th this place is kind of a... Can, can we kill? Can we kill the the sound ambience? It's too much. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, we're in the store now, so it's different. Oh, that's right. The Is it a big store? <laughs> it's just. I think I'm. I'm, I'm worried that the audio is going to overpower our dialogue. <laughs> the, okay. The, the, I love where you're going with it, though. The, this place is kind of amazing. Well, GGO has two major weapon types. Energy weapons and physical weapons. Energy weapons are light and accurate, but players can equip a defensive field that halves their damage. If you're doing a PvP fight like Bob, you want a physical gun. Okay, now then, what type of stats do you have? Um, mostly strength and, and speed after that. A strength agility type, huh? Hmm. Then your main weapon should be a heavy assault rifle or a large caliber machine gun as a main weapon and a and a gun weapon for a mid-range type. <laughs> you read that correctly. Okay. The assault rifle has a smaller caliber than, than a submachine gun, so why is it bigger? It goes back to the American M16. The design revolved around a small caliber high-speed round. 
The, the design revolved around a small caliber high speed round with high accuracy and penetrative power. But in the end, it comes down to what you want, what you like and want to focus on. Kirito eyes the totally not lightsabers that are labeled photon swords and buy, buys one. He turns it on and makes classic lightsaber noises as he swings it around. Not sure how they got around the rights for this. <laughs> that was my own editing in there. <laughs> I like that, yeah. <laughs> that could actually work. Even if you go with that as your main weapon, I think you'll need a submachine gun or a gun in your inventory. You'll need to distract them while you get close. You'll also need ammo and a weapon, so you'll want a gun. If you're going to enter Bob, you'll need a physical gun. And the goal is to distract them. You'll want accuracy over power. It'll take almost everything you have, but I'd recommend this. Uh, FN 5.7. 5.7? The caliber. It uses 5.7 millimeter bullets. They're smaller than your average 9 millimeter parabellums. Yeah, yeah yep. I did it right. Their shape, is <laughs> their shape is similar to rifle rounds, so they have greater power and accuracy and penetrate power. Kirito stares off into Sinan's face, dumbfounded. Are you listening? Y yes, uh, then I'll take this. Is there anything else I should pick up? Let's see. Ah, a holster, spare ammo, and armor. A defense field as well, and... What? You've never fired a gun, have you? No, I suppose not. Want to try it? You can try any gun you buy at the store. Do you know how to fire it? I think so. It's surprisingly light. It's made of reinforced plastic. The recoil isn't bad either, but it's best to start firing with both hands. Keep your left eye open, too. Kirito looks down the barrel of the gun. A circle continuously cycles from larger to smaller in his point of view. You should see a circle display. The, the one that's getting bigger and smaller, it's an offensive assist system. The, the bullet circle. Well, it's hit randomly somewhere in that circle. <laughs> What's the best way to raise accuracy? The easiest way is to get closer. <laughs> what else? Stay calm. If your pulse increases, the circle expands. Kirito tries to fire at a target and misses. Huh, it didn't hit. It isn't that easy to hit. You really helped me out. Thank you. And I scene. I have... Hold on. Hold on. Okay. So first and foremost, like Slotty said, yes, she should have showed him the blessed, bow, the blessed bow of the elves, which is smaller and lighter than most bows and uses magical elven twine for tremendous accuracy. You still she remember that off the dome. Impressive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh... <laughs> That is exactly what it sounded like she was describing. Uh, second, she made such a fucking stink about, well, this is very accurate. You're going to need something that's accurate. You should ac get a gun. You need a gun. Guns are accurate. Gun, gun, gun. And then she's like, it's not that accurate. So what do you think is going on in the story? Seven says he's, they're very proud of you, Justin. <laughs> Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Uh, I think it's pretty clear that uh, <laughs> drink from the Batman cup. Kirito uh, has gone to Florida and <laughs> is, is at a gun show. Um, yes. And uh, I believe that uh, Sinan is uh, Sinan. 
something of uh, an Alex Jones meets Marjorie Taylor Greene type person. Nice. And is just really hawking the gun table. Very nice. Very and nice. And I don't like the scene at all. So this is essentially an entire episode. I cut some stuff out that was a little just it didn't seem to it would just it would take more time. But this is they ultimately spent the, whole, the whole episode shopping. Ding ding, motherfucker. It's For a shopping weapons. episode. All right. Uh, all right. Now, do you remember what episode number I said this was in this season? Uh, well, at the top it says episode four. Exactly. Yeah. Do you think this is... What do you think has happened prior to this episode? Because this almost <laughs> feels like an episode one kind of thing, right? I would I would say this is very early. Based on the fact that this is episode four, I would say this is easily a 24-episode season. Uh, old, old school television uh, arc. 24-episode season. And uh, episode four, we are... We are it's early and we're ramping up. We're gearing up for a fight that is to come uh, at the season finale. And so, yeah, we're, we're kind of, we, we, maybe we've had one bit of tragedy that happened already. And the person, the kid was like, I really should get a weapon. I need to gear up for, because I was woefully underprepared for this first thing that happened in the first three episodes. And then Kirito goes here, probably meets this person who's going to guide them through the rest of the 20 episodes. That's actually a pretty good, like, examination of it. What I find, so I'm gonna add you, I'm gonna give you the context to this now. Tell me, this is a five episode arc or four, and this is the this is the season finale. No, I mean the thing is, the pacing in the show is pretty wild. Like, uh, what's happened before this is you've learned that there have been two murders, real life murders of people okay. who have been playing this game. They've been playing okay. this game and they've been assassinated. They've been shot in the game and then they've died immediately after in real life okay and kirito has been brought in to investigate this okay so we've had three episodes basically saying like there's some real shit going down in this game right we're ramping up there's this ominous figure who calls himself death gun we got to figure out who they are and then you spend that's right wow and then you you spend an entire episode shopping like Getting so into the specifics of how the mechanics of this fake game world works. It doesn't surprise me based on how unnecessary my HP is 600. <laughs> you guys have a level four will and your will isn't more than my HP. <laughs> like I based off of that, I does not surprise me that there are lines in here. Uh, GGO has two major weapon types energy weapons and physical weapons energy weapons are light and accurate but players can equip a defensive field and have their ha- like it does not surprise me at all that we went through some of this like it just it's such it's so weird to me because it um sorry can I it, did you there's no typos in this right this correct. is word for word okay yes. that could actually work even if you go with that as your main weapon I think you'll need a submachine gun or a gun in your inventory. You'll need to distract them while you get close. You'll also need ammo and a weapon. So you'll want a gun. If you're going to enter, Bob, you'll need a physical gun. And the goal is to distract them. You'll want accuracy over power. Like, how many? Yeah. What the fuck is the show, Doug? Right. Yeah, it's, it's wild, right? It's wild. Because... 
a part of me appreciates it as they're trying to lay the groundwork for the universe in which these characters are existing, but then they will openly break the rules of that universe at the same time. <laughs> but it's season two. Should these rules not have been Well, here's the thing. This is, here's the thing. Season one was all in a fantasy environment with swords and shit. Like in, oh you know, the second season actually had magic and stuff. This is a completely different game world that's all about guns. Like, oh, there's no magic. There's nothing like that. So everything's different in this, is this world. Is equilibrium? <laughs> but what I find so funny is just like they almost they, they over explain it so much almost as if like if we keep going and we don't explain the rules of this fake game then these viewers are not going to understand anything about what's going on it's like no it, this could have been done real quick like this didn't need to be an entire shopping episode there's a whole bit in there that I cut out where Kirito goes, oh, I don't have any money. How can I get money? And then Sinan goes, well, there's this gambling thing you can do. And and, and Kirito goes and wins it and gets a shit ton of money and then goes, okay, now I want to spend my money and buy weapons. Like, I cut that out. Like, there's just... <laughs> I don't have any money to buy weapons. How do I get money? Well, what you're going to want to do is apply for a work permit. Yeah. You're going to go to the labor office and it's just... <laughs> It's just how, yeah, it, it's it's how government, I, man, this is, this show is the worst. This show is hot worst. and cold. Like there are times, because I actually didn't realize that there was two other seasons and I actually watched those. And for a while I was really engaged, but then by the end of it, I just felt exhausted. It was like watching a Transformers movie. You're just like. Is this done yet? This yeah. so many of the anime tropes of, oh my God, this person's defeated. Are they going to die? And then they'll summon their inner courage and find a ghost of someone who like gives them inspiration. They're like, I'm not done yet. It's time for my ultimate attack. And then they'll go or someone will come and save them. So yeah. There were so many like, oh, I'm beaten up. And then someone shows up to save them to the point where I was like, one point it happened. And I literally didn't know who the character was that just saved someone's life. I was like, <laughs> who is this? And people are like, is this this person? And they're like, it is. And I'm like, who is this? I don't have any recollection of this person. To this day, I still don't know who they were. Like, yeah. And I think they died. But again, still going with the same theme of the, the stakes were high in the first season because if you died in that world, you died in real life. Yeah. Everything after that does not have the same stakes oh. of if you die, you just, even the last season, like you have these bad people infiltrating this world yeah. and they're like taking these admin accounts and being super powerful and they get killed. And it, it, you're like, Sorry, wow. You just saying they're taking admin accounts mm -hmm. is the least intense right? thing that Dude. I think I've ever heard. Dude. I could pull more from the show if you want. I could pull a lot more of shit from the show and just have you be like, what? And like, exactly. Hmm. I don't know, Kirito. Try password one. <laughs> we're just, in. We're, we did it. Well, it was just, you know, th these big bad guys would get killed in the game. And it, for a second, you're like, nice. They defeated him. But then you're like, wait. It just logged them out because... They didn't die in real life. They could just come right back in. And guess what? They do that. They come right back in. It's just like, what are we doing? Slotty wants to know, is there a beach episode? He says, tell me there's a beach episode. <laughs> That's a common thing, too, where people just go to the beach to hang out and decompress. In this show? Oh, not in this show. There's not. Oh. They do. In anime? 
in anime, it's kind of a thing where like it's like really? there's a beach episode where you can just get an opportunity to, to look at like girls in bikinis and shit like that. So it's ah, got it. Okay. Yeah, very uh, jerk off appropriate. Um, Perfect. Yeah, it's it's bizarre, but because um, there's also at the same time like I'm checking out this new one, Doro Hodoro, where they do not hold your hand at all. It yeah. starts off in the middle of the shit, and you're, there's a guy that has a lizard head, and there's guys that are using magic, and he okay. just cuts a guy to, to just cuts him up, brutally murders him, and he, he just puts his mouth around the head of another guy, and that guy's transported inside this crocodile's mouth, and there's a guy inside the crocodile's mouth who looks at him and says, you're not the one. And then the crocodile unleashes his mouth and goes, what did the guy inside my mouth say? <laughs> I'm like... That's how it starts. I'm like, that's literally how it starts. And I'm like, so we need to pull some dialogue from that show. I've been looking at some of the dialogue and I'm like, what? <laughs> but the thing is, as you keep going, they slowly start it working in sense. stuff. They don't yeah. sit there and be like, welcome. <laughs> Introduction. Yeah. Here's the world in which we're playing. And right. they break it down like this where it's just so it's so obnoxious and it just grinds everything to a halt where I'm like, Kirito's here to investigate murders and we're doing a fucking shopping episode. Right. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like the amount of exposition that is in this show is like staggering. And you'll staggering. Yeah. It's pretty it is, brutal. It rivals like this is these are presumably professionals who made this show. Yes. This is some student film shit. This is a wildly popular anime, Justin. I don't now, popular the same way that The Room is popular? Mm-mm. Or popular, legitimately popular? Legitimately popular. Let me ask you a follow-up question then. Are most of the fans uh, suffering from traumatic uh, head injuries? I can't vouch for them, but okay. I know people really dig, 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 dig this show. So I'm like, again, there are times where I'm sitting there going like, I'm it's enjoying cool. this. And then there's other times where I'm like, I'm, I'm done. I'm done with this. I'm over it. We're good. And we're out of here. But Kudos to you to powering through. I was curious. I was like, I want to see how this ends. And then I was like, cool. Let me tell you, Justin, I'm going to spoil this for you. I'm going to spoil this for anyone who hasn't seen the show. Please. It ends in space. I expect nothing less. I shit you not. In real space here's or in video game space? Video game space. Perfect. But here's here's the best part. We spend the majority of those last two seasons... In either real time, like the real world, but the majority yeah. of it's in a fantasy world. All right. Yeah. They leave the fantasy world for a while and they go back, and time has continued on in that world. And when they come back, they they appear in space above the planet. All right. There's spaceships that are trying to fight this big creature. They fight the creature in space with their swords and defeat it. And like then it's like fade to black. Tell me. I will immediately watch this show and I will flip the script and I will be a proponent of this show if you tell me that what they are fighting is a space vampire. It's not exactly a space vampire. All right. Then I good. Then I still hate it. It's like, it's no, I can't say it is. I I want to so bad to say it's yeah. a space fan. Honestly, if, if I could come to you and be like, Justin, yeah. you'll never guess how this ends. <laughs> it's an inside joke. <laughs> that the creators and us are in on. <laughs> it ends with space vampires. That would be. I would. I would. I would find out of the thin blue. I would find some uh, some massive respect for them. It'd be yeah. It'd be absolutely yeah. hilarious. 
but oh um, God, that's funny. Well, thank you, Justin, for bearing with me on that one. I was, hey, man. Uh, yeah. As I was putting it together, I was like, "Listen, this is a lot, yeah. and I don't know if it's gonna read as well as I think it's going to." Because yeah. again, the, the goal of this is to put you in a situation where you're saying a bunch of ridiculous shit. Oh, absolutely! And you yeah. did phenomenal. Like you thank read you, it man. like an expert. So, well, good job. I like to think of myself as a uh, an anime cold read expert. So, there you go. It's on my resume. It's on his business cards, so yeah. check that out. <laughs> Whew, well, uh, that was great. That was fun. Uh, I should have said this at the top of the show, but we're changing up our format a little bit. Yes. On the show where we would normally do like an Ask Practical Doug and a Throwdown every single week, week. We're just doing one segment a week right now because some of those segments just felt like they were just they were just getting stale and it was just sort of... They were obligatory. Yeah. It was like they weren't fun anymore. So we, we will be doing one segment a week and also give our council time to like put some stuff together to give us time to accumulate some Ask Practical Dugs. And also, again, I want to throw this out there for if you want to hear us do more cold reads, you can submit your own segments. All yeah. of that we ask is that you put them in script format. You detail the title of the show, the episode number, the episode title, and you just got to write the script out and you just got to say who's reading what. And even if it's a show, I don't know. That's even better because it's just minimal direction. I am I am a, a anime like Doug's a novice. I don't exist in the world of anime. Yeah. So there are a lot of shows that you'll that you as the audience will undoubtedly have uh, be very familiar with that Doug will not have even heard of. And yeah. so it's not going to be hard to find one that you're going to that you're going to throw us both for a loop. It will be wildly easy to find one that you'll throw me for a loop. Yes. So submit is all There's I There's a lot of anime out there that I've yeah. never even heard of, so I'm all yeah. for it. I just whatever you think would be fun. And let's just say I guess I kind of have to put this out there. Let's not do anything super gross or offensive, you yeah. know? Let's keep it classy. Let's keep it classy, but let's make it fun, you know, at the same time. And don't worry if you are a fan of the throwdown, it's not going away. No. Like that is one of the segments we'll be rotating in. It's just it's got to be the right time, right guest, right place, right yeah. topic. So, yeah, yeah, it's and the other thing is, too, we're going to try to develop a few more. So we're going to have a nice little roster. Yes. So we'll we'll come back to it every every time again and, and, and check in on that stuff. So, yeah, good. But that being said, let's switch over to recommendations. Justin, what do you got to recommend this week? I uh, started Stranger Things episode, sorry, Stranger Things season four. Uh, I just finished episode four, uh, or no, I'm on episode four. Uh, the first two episodes, I'm not giving anything away because I know a lot of people haven't seen it. You haven't even Correct. really. I haven't seen season three yet, yet so yeah. I'm way behind. So episode, God damn it, season four. Uh, the first two episodes started off. I, I was not sold. I, and I was a big fan, a massive fan of season one, big fan of two and three. I thought they were doing great. And this came out and I was like, all right, let's let's rock and roll. Watch the first two episodes. I'm like, mm, I'm not. It's not sucking me in like it usually does. What's going on? Season, uh, <laughs> episode three. Thank I got you. you. Episode three. Uh, I watched, I finished it before we started the podcast and I got to say, okay, I'm, I'm starting to, it, it's, it's, it's got me a little it's bit. Happening. So I think what I'll say this, each episode is between an hour and 10 and an hour and 25 minutes. Each episode's a movie. Yeah. And there are seven episodes in s season four, part one, and two in season four, part two or six episodes, whatever it is. 
uh, you're watching like seven movies. And mm-hmm. so there's a, there is a metric. The Duffer Brothers have worked in a metric fuck ton of story. I know the last yeah. episode's like two and a half hours. Strap in. Yeah. yeah. Just strap in. You've got a lot of story. And there was like, there was like seven or eight different storylines that were going on at the same time in the first two episodes. And I think that's what it was for me was yeah. I was like, man, like you are bouncing around. It's shot a little differently too. You'll notice a lot of match cuts. So mm-hmm. someone will like, uh, you know, uh, someone will jump into water and the next scene is someone uh, dropping a shot glass into a glass of like the shots that, that mm-hmm. or someone's going through the clouds and someone else is looking at snow. And so yeah. it's shot a little bit differently and it, it makes each scene like bleed into the other yeah but move really quick so it takes a little bit to get used to but i i got a good feeling about it and uh i'll say this too the references are they brought them this time around like they brought them and apparently there's a cameo i think it's widely known but there is a cameo in there from 80s slashers uh that that you'll be uh excited to see i think so nice yeah. All right. So cool. check out Stranger Things and let's have a discussion about it. Let me know if you like it. If you don't, I'm curious to hear why too. Because I'm, you know, I'm getting into it, but I'm still on the fence. So let me know what your thoughts are. He's on the fence. Dougie, what do you got? Uh, I want to recommend one specific episode from Pete Holmes' podcast, You Made It Weird, featuring mm-hmm. David Desmalchin. If you're not familiar with him, you've seen him. He was in The Dark Knight. He was the character that gets interrogated by uh, Aaron Eckhart's Two-Face in an alley. Um, he's also in Dune. He plays one of the minor characters. But you may know him most as Polka Dot Man from The Suicide Squad. Absolutely. Um, I actually got to meet him in real life and really? shake his hand and tell him how awesome he is. Because Chris Charles, who's been on the show a couple times, helped... Um, distribute a film that David wrote and um, acted in called Animals years ago. It's about his story of addiction and how he was addicted to heroin and things like that and just a wonderful human being and I I saw him pop up on uh, You Made It Weird and I listened to it. It's an amazing episode of a guy who's been through some shit. He's been through a lot and how he spent his time in Chicago going to school for acting, you know, being addicted to, you know, drugs and just where he's come to and what he's basically survived. And he tells amazing stories. And Pete Holmes is obviously very amazing for it. Um, it's such a great, inspiring and heartwarming episode. Um, I can't recommend it enough. It's Pete Holmes' show, You Made It Weird with David Desmalchin. Go check it out. He mentioned the, the movie Animals. I'm like, oh, I remember that movie. I, I saw it when it premiered and I got to shake his hand. That was so cool. He's just like a generally awesome dude. So um, go check that out. It's a wonderful episode. And uh, that's my recommendation for the Very, week. Very cool. Uh, it looks like uh, if you want to watch Animals, it's on Tubi right now for free. Or you can rent it for two ninety nine on Amazon. It's also a very great film, too. Very powerful. Very All enjoyable. Right, cool. So if you're looking for a cool indie film to check out about addiction, I recommend that one. I love it. All right, gang, that wraps, it, rah, 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 that wraps us up for the week. Racks of ribs for the week. Uh, please that do us a solid great. and chuck us out on all our social medias at MindGapPodcast. Uh, like, uh, subscribe on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash MindGapPodcast. 
Uh, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash podcast and our merch, redbubble.com, and our MindGap podcast in the search field. Do all those things. Uh, we appreciate you, and don't forget to check Justin out online as well. On Instagram and Twitter, at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. It's the fun way of spelling it. And while you're in the online realm, check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, all the places you can find and consume podcasts. If you listen to podcasts on a specific platform, odds are you're going to find us. So we'd love it if you would subscribe to us and review and all those things. The big one we love is sharing. Let us let your friends know that we exist. And then please keep an eye on all of Two East Eighth's social medias and TwoEastEighth.com. Beautiful. And well, this was fun as always. So yes, to that, I, I say, Justin, thank you. Douglas, thank you. Chat, thank you. And listeners, thank you. And you all have a dandy fucking week. Mind Gap Podcast.